welcome everybody. This is Scott from Woke Societies, the creator of the Woke Societies YouTube channel. And guys, I cannot wait to jump into the content today. We are going to be simply just talking about the QAnon drops, the latest drops that have happened, and there is a lot to cover. So I want to jump right into it. Today's episode, again, is just going to be Q drops, current news. I want to keep you guys updated on everything going on um, with all this. So we're going to take a break from the projects that I've been working on as far as all the alien technology, the UFOs, all that stuff. Just a, just a quick break from it. Um, it's good to just to restart and keep you guys updated into other things as well. Again, I don't want to be one-dimensional. I want to cover everything to keep you guys updated. So let's get to these. Let's get the essentials out of the way. Here's my YouTube channel, Woke Society's here. We're almost at 7,700 subscribers. I'd like to hit 8,000 by the end of the month. I believe we're going to do it. So please just hit that subscribe button, like, share, and just tell all your friends and family, guys. You are the ones that are growing this channel. You are supporting me, and I cannot be more grateful. So if, if you're not on YouTube, that's okay, because now, look, I have podcasts set up. Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart. I'm still working on others so that you can guys can listen to me on the go if you can't watch the YouTube channel, which is absolutely fine. You can support me there as well. You guys can always check out my new website here. Put your email address in here so you can subscribe to my newsletter that I'll be creating either this month or next month. Don't know when that's going to happen yet. But it's another way for us to keep in contact in case I do get deplatformed on any big tech uh, platform. And all my episodes, um, as far as the audio, will be automatically updated on my website as well. So you guys can always check out my content. It's always available for you guys to to listen in uh, many different ways. And I also have my backup channel at BitChute. You guys can subscribe there. I also have all my content, so I cover all the bases, so you guys have no excuse to not listen to this wonderful channel. So with that, guys, what we're going to be jumping into today, again, is all my QAnon drops. I'm going to put myself up here in the corner. Um, we're going to be going off of Praying Medic's Twitter th uh, thread here. He does a wonderful job at decoding. I am not the best decoder of the QAnon drops, which I I'm proudly will proudly admit. Um, I want to give you guys the best accurate information that I can find. So we're gonna start at looks like here 36.97. We're not gonna cover every single drop that Q posted within this last week and the last day. It's just too much to cover. So I want to cover all the important ones that I want you guys to see. <coughs> Excuse me. So let's do it. So we have 3697, and it's labeled, there's a secret ongoing DOJ case regarding Democrat technology aid Imran Awan. And this is going back to July 28th of this year, where Q dropped, the swamp runs deep, DNC servers hold many answers, Scaramucci model, DNI and NSA, Awan, DWS, D-Congress, House of Cards, you didn't think the plea deal was the end, did you? So Praying Medic on this one is describing, saying, In August of last year, Q asked why POTUS was pushing so hard on the FBI and the DOJ not to drop the AWAN case. He suggested that AWAN didn't hack congregational computers, but that access was granted by Democrat House Party members. Was access also granted to Hillary's server? So guys, I'm not going to catch you up on this whole AWAN thing. I just learned about this last week myself. Um, pretty much there were some computers that were left unattended. There were back doors left open on these servers and certain people that we do not get along with had access to these servers. And we know this also that went on with Hillary 
she left back doors open to her servers as well to the Chinese. And this is a similar case, but the problem here is Q suggested there were multiple unsecured servers. Access was granted to foreigners. And the kicker, Obama knew about it. The A1 scandal involves matters of national security, which is why no information is being pr provided to the media or public, even by FIOA request. And this is, um, looks like Praying Medic also linked a previous drop back on June 20th of 2018, talking about the A1 case here and how Obama knew about it. He knew about all this stuff. He was very involved with it. So as we go through the thread here, Praying Medic says, Luke Rosiak, who is an investigator in Judicial Watch, Judicial Watch, had been trying to get information on the A1 case to no avail. Today we learn that the case is not closed and the documents related to the case were under seal. So this confirms Q's assertion that the A1 case is not closed but is being closely guarded by the DOJ for reasons of national security. This is not good news for Barack Obama, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, and the more than 40 House Democrats who hired Imran Awan. So guys, this is just an ongoing case that I didn't know too much about until last week when Q dropped this. And there is so many things going on as far as when Q says the swamp runs deep. It's too many things to almost keep track of. And this is why I can't wait for, for uh, Durham's case to drop. Because that, that's going to be the case that's going to be showing the criminal indictments and exposing it's pretty much Spygate and all this stuff with the with the impeachment, all this stuff, guys, it's gonna it's gonna blow everything out of the water. So this is uh, this is we're gonna continue from here. So Q kept dropping uh, right here. We have the drop thirty seven hundred. Watch Bill Barr Wednesday night, seven p.m. Uh, Q is suggesting we watch Wednesday's episode of the story, which will feature Bill Barr. It airs tomorrow at seven, and it's actually going on tonight. But the funny thing is, guys. We all know the House Democratic uh, impeachment trial was today, but it looks like the hearing is also being put. This was this just came, uh, this news came out a couple hours ago. The news hearing got pushed back to seven o'clock as well. So, do you think that's a coincidence? They are trying to pry eyes from Bill Barr, and the the exclusive is called the story. The FISA D-Class is the story going on right now. It's what everyone's talking about because it's revealed so many things about the FBI. So many things. But yet here we are. So Q is telling everybody to, to watch Bill Barr at 7 o'clock tonight. But those sneaky Democrats, they pushed the hearing back till 7 o'clock as well. They're trying so hard. So hard. And the mainstream media as well is trying so hard to keep the eyes off of the story of FISA D-Class. And it's so funny to watch them to scrounge and scurry and see their backs against the wall. They're trapped, guys. They're absolutely trapped. So let's keep going. So we now know that the FISA memo written by Devin Nunes was an accurate assessment of the way the Obama administration spied on Donald Trump. At the time it was written, FBI Director Chris Ray said the Nunes memo was filled with inaccuracies. And Q linked this tweet by Paul Sperry. On January 29th, 2018, FBI Director Robert Ray issued a statement rebuting the Nunes memo on FISA abuses and warning Trump 
not to declassify or release it, citing grave concerns with inaccuracies and omissions in the memo. Now we know Ray, too, was lying. More and more lies being exposed. And you can see it here. Is a praying medic dropped an article that says FBI expresses grave concerns over accuracy of Republican surveillance memo. Absolutely amazing. So drop 3702, Q says, Dees want a lengthy Senate impeachment trial to keep attention off their own corruption. And this is what Q posted. The Senate must be unrestricted to conduct other important business. If Democrats know Senate would not vote to convict, why proceed? It's a good question. The, the Democrats know they're not going to get the impeachment, but why are they proceeding anyways? They've taken all this time, right? How long does a typical Senate impeachment trial take? Can the Senate conduct other business during this time? And the answer to that is no. What value might this have for the Democrats, this distraction that the Democrats have, the con the Democrats have been pushing? Barr and Durham are working in secret, Senate working openly, value of public learning the truth prior to unseal. Propaganda push failing, transparency and accountability is the only way forward to save the republic. This is not another four-year election, which we've seen Q write this a bunch of times, game theory. Absolutely amazing. And it's a great point by Q because I never thought, with all this time being taken for the impeachment, the Senate's tied up in this. They can't investigate other things, the more important issues at hand, which is the Democrats' uh, absolute corruption. So they, it's, it's the same reason why these Democrats are, most of the Democrats are running for president, like, uh, like Biden. They're running because they, they know they're going to lose, but they want to avoid all of the crap that, all the corruption that they've been involved in with Ukraine and everything else. It's so obvious. What Democrats going to stand against Trump in 2020? There is no one. Absolutely no one. So as Praying Medic continues his thread here, it says, Q linked to Paul Sperry, tweet and confirm that Chris Ray is a sleeper, someone who seemed to be working with POTUS but was later found to be sympathetic to the deep state. The wheels are in motion to replace him. The swamp runs deep, sleepers everywhere. Think of Dan Coates, wheels in motion. So in July, after we learned that Dan Coates was a sleeper and had to be removed from his position as Director of National Intelligence, Q gave us the first hint that Chris Ray was also a sleeper. And you see it here. This was July 29th of this year. It says Ray is a sleeper. And Q said this is a future marker. So Praying Medic wrote, uh, continuing here, the danger of putting white and black hats on people is that they can deceive us about their intentions. Once we trust someone, it can blind us to new information about them. Q once said we can trust Ray, but later. Evidence surfaced that suggested he cannot be trusted. Rather than putting white and black hats on people, I prefer to evaluate them continually and let new information dictate my view of them, which changes over time. And that's where you, a lot of people have to understand. You have to adapt your thinking as the days go on. You can't think, okay, this one person is set, he's a good, and that is that. We're humans. We change, we change every single day. So that is just something I thought important that Praying Medic said here. We have to have an adaptive brain, and our, and our opinions can change, and that's okay. We can't be locked in and, and have a black and white world. That's not how this works. And that's how none of this works. 
So, Pragmat continues, says, Dems know POTUS won't be removed from office, but an impeachment trial in the Senate delays the Senate Judiciary Committee from holding hearings with Rudy Giuliani and Rod Rosenstein and others. And again, guys, this is what the Democrats are holding up because the real cases, the real truth, are, in fact, laying with, in cases with Rudy Giuliani and Rod Rosenstein. You know they want to grow Rod Rosenstein on the FISA with everything that went on. There's no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. So Praying Medic is describing the previous Q, uh, Q posts I just, uh, just read to you guys. It says, value of public learning the truth prior to unseal. The Senate hearings informed the public about the crimes committed by the Obama administration and, and are a necessary step before indictments can be unsealed. And that's what we're all waiting for, the indictments to be unsealed. So impeachment is a tactic being used by the swamp to stall for more time before the indictments are unsealed. That's without a question. And it looks like the tactic is failing. Mitch McConnell plans to dismiss the impeachment after opening arguments. Oh my gosh, it's, it's, just, this is, it's just crazy, guys. So this is so far some of my favorite, my favorite drops here. So we have 3703. This was yesterday as well. Most of these were yesterday. Some we're going to get into are today. James Corny misspelling in recent OIG report, same as Q's misspelling back in March of 2019. This is a Q proof, and we see it right here. When will Americans wake up to the D-Party con? And you could see it here highlighted. The special counsel is authorized to conduct an investigation confined by the FBI director, James B. Corny, in testimony before the House permanent. And the amazing thing is, guys, in post from March 3rd, 2019, the name's James A. Corny was found. And Q tells us, think of the recent document release. So we went to the IG report, and you can see it in the IG report. Corny came up 480 times in the IG report. Imagine that. This is a huge Q proof, guys, because a lot of people still don't believe that Q is legit and it's, is a this backdoor channel between the president and to us. This was back in March. The IG report was not out until this, to about what? A little over a week ago. And Corny was mentioned in March and they came up 480 times in the IG report. How would that be? How is that possible? Absolutely amazing. And Q says right here in 3704, remember, misspellings matter. And they put here Durham in parentheses and 5-3-1-99. I'm not sure what the numbers mean, but remember this misspellings matter. Every time Trump tweets out, there are sometimes misspellings and there are reasons for those misspellings. They're not done in error. They're done for a reason. Very, very cool stuff. So as we continue with the drops here, Prairie Medic says, Lizzie Bell Fox pointed out that the mysterious Comey versus Corny anomaly in the IG report was done by kerning the letters. Kerning is the typesetting slash graphic design technique of moving letters closer together or further apart. So she says, this is the tweet. Who could have altered Horowitz's report to make the, the RN and Comey look like an, look like an M? Other instances of RN have the natural gap RN very close to M, but completely different as the kerning. Only in the name Comey slash Corny has the kerning reduced to look, look, look like an M. Mind-blowing stuff, guys. 
mind-blowing stuff there what other proof do you guys do people need to to believe that q is a real operation i really don't know so as Premac continues here describing the recent drops he says the above is a good example of how misspelling matters he's not sure of the significance of the durham 5-3199 so here's the picture again of the frogs with the uh, looking at donald trump here watching the movie because this really is a big movie um, 3707, uh, Q post Merry Christmas, Anon, slash Patriots Worldwide. The WW is worldwide, though nothing should ever replace Christ and Christmas. Merry Christmas, Anons and Patriots. God is on our side, which is pretty awesome. And Premedic says, in a group of Anons created this graphic showing the corny, Comey, and corn references. And you can see it here. Again, it's asking, it's asking the coincidences. Again, this is something we've already known about with the uh when q dropped these in march with the corny uh misspelling of comey really cool stuff and the name of james eight corny shows up in the search in the department of justice website and you can see it here i can't blow it up so i'm sorry guys but you can see here you search department of justice and look what you find you find corny and james eight corny what are the coincidences absolutely amazing and it's because the name James B. Comey in Rod Rosenstein's letter initiating the Mueller investigation renders the name James A. Corny when copied and pasted into the document. And you can see it right here. James A. Comey right there. Absolutely amazing. <coughs> amazing stuff. So is the corn ready to harvest? It certainly looks, certainly looks so. Amazing. And that was 3708, referencing the corny reference found in the DOJ docs. Absolutely amazing. All right. So as we go, as we continue here, we have another resonation. And we're going to be talking about some of these re more resonations today. There are three or four we're going to talk about today. The one that came out yesterday was one by Pope Francis has accepted the resonation of Archbishop Luigi Ventura the Holy See's ambassador to France who has been accused of sexual molestation. And here we are. The article is from here, the Jerusalem Post. Pope Francis has accepted the resignation of Archbishop Luigi Ventura. Ventura last week turned 75, the age at which all bishops are obliged to hand in their resignations to the Pope. Francis sometimes accepts them quickly, as in Ventura's case, and sometimes keeps people and their jobs longer. Absolutely amazing. So we have someone else, again, in the church, the Catholic church, being, who knows, maybe charged, I would hope so, but they're resigning. And Q says, dark delight, those who are taught to trust most. Un unreal. Absolutely unreal. So as we continue here, we have the storm. We've seen this before. Worth remembering the storm sequence of events. We have the picture of, of Trump with the, with the umbrella, with the storm going on behind him. Q is just simply saying worth remembering. We've seen this, uh, we've seen this drop referenced many times since Q has been posting. And here we have, let's see. Yep, we have the worldwide. Let's just go down real quick. 
Or is it up? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's one second, guys. Okay, so... As paramedics talking, he continues, says, Donald Trump developed and tested a presidential alert system to communicate with citizens in the event media and internet comms are interrupted. As the rest draw closer, the information and political warfare will intensify and the possibility of an internet outage increases. So this is why this is, it says here, national presidential alert system. Why was this created and tested? Political warfare, information warfare. Absolutely. So here we are. So the impeachment of elected officials or judges is warranted when crimes such as bribery, perjury, and treason, high crimes and misdemeanors are committed. The impeachment of Judge Alcee L. Hastings is an example. And Q said this in 3712, Alcee Hastings once impeached for corruption is now setting House guidelines for impeachment. And Q is just referencing this welcome to the Democratic Party con. And the two articles of impeachment filed by the House against Donald Trump do not list any specific crimes. That's because POTUS has committed no crimes. And again, guys, I've been hearing ever since Trump became president and even a little bit before, before I was even woke or knew any of this stuff, I always wondered why. What specific crimes did Trump commit that are requiring an impeachment? Like, I still I still don't know to this day what, what crimes are listed. Like, do you guys know? Because I don't. And this is what Q is talking about when they say, welcome to the Democratic Party con. And this is why the impeachment's not going to go through. It's an absolute waste of time. It's, it's disgusting. So in order, and in order, so we know about the FISA D-class. It completely ripped apart the FBI. So now, in an, in an order made available to the public, the Foreign Intelligence Service, the FISA court criticized the FBI for misleading the court and the DOJ National Security Division when it prepared the FISA applications on Carter Page. So Q responded to this and says, I suspect the decision to make the order public is a way of deflect, deflecting criticism of the court. Frame medics at firewall installed as a question. The court order from the FISA court instructs the FBI to submit a sworn statement explaining what it intends to do to prevent abuse of the FISA process in the future and you could see it right here the court is making sure that something like this never happens again just like trump has been promising that he will never want this ever to happen to a sitting president again and this is the beginning of that so let's continue here q posted a quote from collier's letter this is in regards to Looks like Lee, uh, Carter Page. Given what we know about the FBI's applications to Carter Page, how likely is it that they obtained a warrant to surveil General Flynn through deceptive and illegal means? Although the president can and does use FISA to keep tabs on bad actors, there is also military intelligence, which has different requirements and a few strategic advantages. And this is a reference to the Q drop from back in January 19th of 2018. And it states, the tell, how can we listen and track and monitor American citizens? We hear you, we see you. What must we legally demonstrate in order to gain such warrants? FISA, do we trust the FISA judges? Military intelligence, state secrets, why is this relevant? Who can we trust? Expand your thinking. So this is just showing the military has their own way of getting this information that helps them track and follow bad actors to protect the United States. They don't go through the same procedures that the FISA courts do. 
And that's why they also know that General Flynn was illegally set up and was manipulated by the FBI. And they say here in 3714, the frequency in which representations made by the FBI personnel turned out to be unsupported or contradicted by information in their possession and with which they withheld information detrimental to their case calls into question whether the information contained in other FBI applications is reliable. Think Flynn, FISA, illegal. And the significance of all this, guys, is that this information now, this is not news to, to people like us, Anons, and the people that really know what's going on. The significance is this is now out in the public domain and people can now see it for themselves. The ones that have, the normies we call them, right? They can see this information for themselves. And that is what's, that's what's the most important about all this. Flynn is going to, he's going to be fine. He sits cozy as, as we all say, right? He's going to be just fine. And I love this one, 3715, Lisa Page should prepare for jail. And Lisa Page, I want to say so many bad words about her, but I'm not going to. Praying Medic writes, the Spygate plotters have been portraying themselves as the victims ever since their criminality was discovered. And this is what Lisa Page put on her tweet and the tweet that Q referenced. Going on the Rachel Maddow, sh Maddow show tonight, it's time to talk about the release of my text messages, the two years of lies shouted across the media about me, and what it's like when the President of the United States tries to ruin your life. Are you kidding me? We're not even going to get into that. We know it's absolute BS and it's garbage. So, what's going to happen here? So, this is why Praymedic said right here, if you want to avoid prison, or worse, you must convince the public you're the innocent victim of a tyrant's wrath. Expect a lot of propaganda from the criminals and their media cohorts. And Praymedic is just listing an example here. This is propaganda, GoFundMe next. And here we are. His example is Andrew McCabe's GoFundMe raised half a million dollars before being shut down. So this is a pattern of behavior that Praying Medic is referencing. And also Q is bringing up as well that Lisa Page, she's fried. She's going to be in prison. She's going to be jailed without a question. So here we go. This is the one I was really posting about that got me excited. 3716 Q dropped. First indictment to be unsealed will trigger mass population awakening. First arrest will verify action and confirm future direction. They will fight, but you are ready. Marker and the number nine is in the brackets. And it says Q. And let's see what Praying Medic said. A first unsealed indictment will force the public to reconsider the false narrative the media has been pushing. The first arrest will confirm the administration's view of and future actions against those who committed crimes. And right now, guys, there is a thread out there. I'm going to find it. That a lot of people believe the first major un indictment that's going to be unsealed is going to be for Soros, George Soros. And that would be absolutely crazy. If that were to happen, that would wake a ton of people up to see what's really going on. So as we go down, we look at what the marker nine means. I suspect that the nine corresponds to the nine counts mentioned yesterday, which uh, pertain to the illegal surveillance of General Flynn. And you can see it here, December 16th, 2019, Q was talking about the same ed evidence of free Flynn currently being used to indict others. It says 302 mod one count. So you have one who listened to two count on FISA. So you have three and then six counts FBI agent to Flynn interview. 
So you have six plus the three equals the nine counts. This is what praying medic believes. This is the marker nine. And so again, praying medic is referencing the unsealing. The first several indictments will bring about unity and change. Change that we can we can believe in returning power to the people, returning the rule of law to our land. We stand together. We stand together as patriots. And guys, remember the cube drop from a lot. I think it was what two months ago now that they said indictments will be coming in 2019. So we don't have that many weeks left in December. So we're expecting big news to drop about who is going to be that first indictment and whoever it is is going to be a bombshell and it's going to, it's going to unite the people. And guys, I cannot wait for that. It's going to be epic. So as we continue on here, we have this tweet by The Hill was queued. Fourth Pentagon official announces resignation within the week. So now, guys, we covered the ones from yesterday. These are the queue drops that, that came out starting today. Fourth Pentagon official announces resignation within a week. And we go to The Hill here for that article. A top Pentagon intelligence official will soon leave the A top Pentagon the intelligence official will soon leave the... That's, that's my turn to read. A top Pentagon... Pentagon intelligence official will soon leave the building. The fourth key defense official, defense official, to announce their resignation within a week. Principal Deputy Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence Carrie Bingen submitted her resignation on December fifth, and will leave January tenth. Pentagon spokesman Lieutenant Lieutenant Colonel Irea Orlando confirmed in a statement her departure was first reported by Politico. <clears throat> so, guys, we again have another resignation. And not only that, remember she was in the Defense Department. And not only that, we have another resignation. And this one, guys, is even bigger. Q Link, the article, explains that a fourth Pentagon official has resigned within the last week. And not only that, Principal Deputy Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence, Carrie Bringle, will leave in January. And we have the, the head of DARPA also resonating or resigning. DARPA had resigns moving on to industry. This came out just today. Stephen Walker, the 21st director of the U.S. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, announced his resignation in two, on Tuesday, which will be effective January 10, 2020. Defense News has learned. Walker will move on to a position in industry, though a DARPA spokesman did not reveal where. DARPA Deputy Director Peter Hingman, a former director of research of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency will assume the role of acting director. DARPA is responsible for driving development of emerging technologies for use by the military. Walker and Vint Cerf, one of the creators of the internet, spoke to Defense News about that role in March and how DARPA can support engagement with the tech community. Unbelievable, guys. So we have a pen another Pentagon official resigning. And on top of it, we have the head of DARPA also resigning as well. And Q writes, still tracking resignations, DARPA. And it says FB, which is Facebook. And why would they reference Facebook? We're going to find out here in just a moment. While the media will spin the Pentagon depart, this is praying medic again, will spin Pentagon departures as a sign that government employees are frustrated with POTUS, which is the narrative they've been feeding us ever since Trump took office. It is equally likely that recent resignations are occurring out of fear of the storm. 
U.S. Attorney Durham's investigation reaches far and wide. Durham is going to bring the hammer that we're all desiring, people. So just be patient. It is coming. All right. So remember, corruption isn't just a problem in government. It has pervaded the corporate world. On the same day, POTUS signed the executive order. Eric Schmidt resigned from his position as CEO of Google's parent company, Alphabet. And the coincidence, not a coincidence, Q, uh, Prime Medic says, since then, we've been tracking CEO resignations. Not all CEO resignations are related to corruption, but some are. Stephen Walker, the head of the Defense Advanced Research Project, is stepping down from his position. And Ed O'Callaghan, who formed, formerly served as Rod Ro Rosenstein's principal deputy, is leaving his position at the Dep Department of Justice. And Prime Medic states, interesting timing. Given that Lindsey Graham announced that he plans to have Rosentine testify about FISA abuse. Are all these just coincidences, guys? We know better. This is all part of the plan. And it's all coming to a crescendo. And it's beautiful. So Q posted both about resonations. DARPA developed a program called LifeLog that was designed to do what Facebook currently does. This is what um, Praying Medic is referencing here in Q Drop 3719. Facebook, on February 4, 2004, DARPA shut down LifeLog, but on that same day, Facebook was also launched. And we all know LifeLog was just another program renamed Facebook, was a means to have the CIA watch every citizen and track and log everything they could possibly find out about that individual. Very interesting. And now that person at DARPA, the head Stephen Walker is resigning. So as we finish up here, guys, we're at 3720. D's don't want you to watch Bill Barr tonight. Timing of impeachment vote was revised, which I told you guys in the beginning of the episode. It was removed to 7 p.m. the same time as the interview, interview with Barr. And that's, he's accused of coincidence. Absolutely not. And the last drop that I have here, guys, we're not going to get into. This is drop. This is a drop that Q is referencing to um, bring up um, that they always say worth remembering. It's 3721. Fake news represents a clear and present danger to the Constitutional Republic of the USA. And just to bring up the fake news, this is a Gateway Pundit article just referencing the mainstream media has ignored the FISA court slamming FBI over Trump-related surveillance applications. Guys, I have not seen one article from the New York Times, Washington Post, CNN. Literally nothing is covered at all about any of this as far as the FISA court. The court itself slamming the FBI over Trump-related surveillance because, again, if, it, if there's any real story, real truth in regards to Trump being truthful or... Anything in regards to destroying the narrative of getting rid of Trump, it is not reported on. And that is a huge problem. So this is what we have. This is where we're at. So guys, I want to just bring words of encouragement. The FISA D class has opened the gateway. After this, we're hopefully going to be getting indictments by the end of this year within this month. Q is referenced. We're going to be the first one is is going to be a big one. The first one that's going to be unsealed, and it's going to bring the country together. And that just gives me chills, guys. Unity is what we need. Unity is what we need to 
bring into our country and the rest of the world to evolve to that next stage of our evolution. It's all connected. This is all part of the bigger plan. And this is just one segment of it. So with that, guys, I'm going to leave you there at 3721. Q may drop more posts, but it's okay. I'm always staying on top of this stuff for you guys to keep track of as well. Anything that I miss, please put in the comments. I want to know what you guys think about all this. I believe we are turning the corner and we are on our way to seeing some real justice. I believe it's going to be here. We have to remain patient. The plan, this plan is massive and it's unhinging decades and even centuries of corrupt deep state actors. We have to remember that. We have to be patient and vigilant. The justice will come. We have to stay vigilant. So with that, guys, I'm going to leave you. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button. Tell your friends and family about this channel. We are the news now. We are independent media. We are the ones trying to get the truth out there. YouTube and other big tech is not going to help get our message across. So sharing this and telling your friends and family about it is the way to go organically. So thank you, guys. Listen to me on the podcast. Go to my website. Subscribe there as well. And just be an awesome human being for the rest of the day. There's nothing wrong with that. And until then, guys, stay woke.